Guys, so you know, you know us the Latinos out loud love but yes, life. Yes, oh, we yeah. do. And yes, our listeners have been listening to us. Um, and, and, you know, we've been promoting a lot of Bud Light drinks because we love it. And the latest one right now is Bud Light Chelada. Mm. Um, it's coming back. It's coming to you guys with a fresh new look for 2021. Right. Um, and it's look, it's the original Chelada that, you know, you guys know and love. All right. that, you know, but um, it's updated. Right. It's, it's like they have like an updated look. Yeah. They're really trying to get some style points with the customers. Yeah. Um, and the new look kind of feels like fun and social, which is perfect because the summertime's coming up and we're all going to be f- having fun and being social. Yes, right? we are. Yep. Let's do this, people. We're going out. Yep. We're going out and we're drinking some Bud Light Chalada. And Rachel, I already know you have a favorite flavor because you always do. I always do because Bud Light just brings the sabor. But this time around, although I like their original flavor, you know, an authentic classic, I would go there. But sometimes your life needs a little extra lime. Mm. And like their lime flavor, I love living life refreshing with an extra zest. Ah. How about you, Frank? What's your favorite flavor? Me? Rachel, I, I mean, I still love the Bud Light Chalada, the original one with the Clamato spices, you know, the original. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I like the new one, guys. The mango one. Yeah. Wow. It's refreshing and it has a tropical twist to it. It's, I mean, it's 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 something else. Frank always goes tropical, the tropical route. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm from the Caribbean. You know how, you know how we do. Hey, Santo Domingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Fuego, all right? That's the flavor ah, that I like, Fuego. Ah, and, yeah. and not just because it has a cool name. Caliente, caliente. That is a cool name. You know, I might... It actually might be a little too spicy for me. <laughs> yeah. I know it has an extra kick from from spices like tapatio and and, uh, and stuff like that. But, um, but I, hey, if I'm going to be at the bar ordering a Fuego, people are going to, like, be impressed, I think. I agree. Uh, and, and so what? Like, I've, I already know. I'm going to be at a barbecue this summer drinking this. What, what about you guys? Where are you, where are you drinking your... Your chelada, Zach. Definitely in my backyard, just chilling with my laptop, getting creative. I can't wait. I can't wait for the weather to be nice enough to get back there with my Bud Light chelada. Rachel, you know me. I'm always up in my rooftop over and over, overlooking the George Washington Bridge. And this year, I'm going to have my Bud Light chelada. I like the original, guys. But like I told you, I'm going to have a mango one with me. And I'm going to be looking at the nice sunset overlooking all of Washington Heights. Oh, I love this. I mean, I feel like this is this is the drink of the summer right now. Yes. Bud Light Chelada, guys. Okay. Refresh the celebration. This is this is the motto. Refresh the celebration. And I feel like we're going to be very refreshed and we're going to be celebrating. And it's all thanks to Bud Light. That's right. You heard it on Latinos Out Loud. We're going to be chilling with our cheladas this summer. Holla. Aye. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, so um, legendary rapper DMX passed mm. away uh, this past week. Dang. Yeah, a big blow, um, a big blow to the um, rap community and just, you know, fans of music in general. Um, but, you know, look, we have a lot of DMX memories, right? A lot oh, of, yeah. And uh, so... Maybe we can each share, you know, a, a memory or, um, you know, or a tribute to uh, to DMX. I'll start with you, Frank. Ooh. Well, Jamie, um, I mean, DMX represents so much, you know, to everybody in the city. Uh, he's like, I mean, he's from Yonkers. He's not too far away from Manhattan in the Bronx. Bio. 
but I, 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 I'll share a real quick uh, uh, story about DMX. The thing about DMX is that, I mean, social media, you were seeing like regular people just putting pictures of them and re DMX. DMX walked back the streets by himself. Like, that's the type of dude he was. Uh, funny story, one day I look at my Instagram and I see a young kid that I follow around my blog. And he does his little thing in the corner where he sells his weed or what have you. So I see him and he took a picture with DMX. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I look outside and I see him out there. So I go outside and I'm like, yo, I just saw you took a picture with DMX. And he's like, yo, he just came by and he took he bought all my weed. So DMX came by and was like, yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 let me get all that shit you got, man. So he gave him his he's like, give me everything, man. So he gave him his $500 worth of weed. DMX took it. Took a picture with all the guys from the block, and it was like all love. So that was who DMX was, man. He was a very special guy. He was very loving. He was very humble. And the people from the hood, like, really, 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 really took to this guy. It was amazing, man. Yeah. Yo, along those lines, speaking about, you know, X being a rapper of the community, he came into my bodega right here. No. Right here. Around <laughs> my corner was in my bodega in front of the like I was online and he was right in front of me and I was like oh my god DMX is right in front of me I wonder is he getting a chopped cheese like what are we doing here together and lo and behold <laughs> lo and behold DMX bought the last grape flavored blunt wrap <laughs> that I was going to purchase and this was at like 2am in the morning mind you and so I went up to him and I was like yo where my blunt rap and he was like right here dog <laughs> no that didn't happen the whole where my blunt raps that didn't happen but he literally bought it and you know he was just in the bodega chilling by himself like rolling up and bought all of the raps all of them holy shit wow. Jamie you guys actually have like real experiences with DMX <laughs> <laughs> me um, I think I, what I took from it was that there was a lot of like I was surprised like the type of people that were DMX fans just like people that were wishing him um, offering condolences online there were like people that I was like wow this DMX had a lot of different types of fans I was like I didn't know you know, I, I didn't know, like, my aunt was a DMX oh, fan. Oh, wow. You know? <laughs> Mira, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in up here, in up here. in here. Tell me this news isn't true. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I, no, but it shows, <laughs> it shows that DMX, you know, like, this guy from the gritty streets, and his lyrics were, like, raw, you know? Like, and his voice was, like... Or like a, you know, he had like the voice of like if a dog could talk, you know, just like Rah, motherfucker, you know, and so and but it shows that he had all types of fans from all this different spectrums, um, young and old. So that was cool <laughs> to see that um, he he had a lot of love. People showed him a lot of love. So that's what we wanted to do: show some love to DMX. And um, yeah, let's start the show. Hi, the Latinos that Love podcast. Yo, 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 yo! Hootie who? Hootie what? Hootie where? Hootie how? Um, bunch of hootie who's here. Hi. Um, this is, this is great, is, is what it is. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. My voice is a little scratchy. I've been overusing my voice a lot lately. We'll talk about that in the banter. But hi! It's your friend, Rachel mm -hmm. La Loca. That's right. What up? It's your buddy, Jay Ferns. Hello, it's tu amigo, Frank Spiracy. Yes. I like 
like how we did that. We all did a different version of of the word uh, mm-hmm. friend. You would think that we've done like over two hundred episodes of a podcast <laughs> together or something. The way that we're in sync these <laughs> days. Oh, you. Sometimes Frank doesn't get the third <laughs> yeah, word. I don't get it. Rachel will be like, "Yo, I'm your friend," and I'm like, "I'm your pal." And then my and then Frank's like, "Yo, what up?" It's yeah, Frank. it's taking me a while, guys. It's taking me a while. It's taking me a while. We, you do realize, like, we've never had a sidebar conversation about it. We've kind of just kept it going. Right, right. It's taking me a while, guys. Yeah, but Frank today got it. He he went he went amigo, and I was like, "Yes, he got it finally." Tic toe. We got the tic tac toe. When we get the tic tac toe, that's how you know it's gonna be a good show, right? Like it just sets it off in the right way. Well, I hope so. Um, but of course, every show's a good show. Hi guys, how are you? Oh my I'm god, I'm great, Rachel. Thank you. What a day. What a night. What a mm. day. I. What? A- I'm just gonna come out and say it. I. Go ahead, What's up with your voice? What's up with right, your voice? Look. 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 Go ahead. Look. You've been yelling? No, Come on, let no. it out. Using it a lot? No. Because it's an instrument and you can't overuse mm-hmm. it. Jamie, I love that you said that. It, it It is an instrument and I've been using it as such. I've been fine-tuning it. I, I played it yesterday like I've never played it before. I led a one-woman band yesterday. And oh, my Lord. I'm mad emotional. I'm still emotional. Okay, here's the deal. I told you guys that I wrote this one-woman show, and it got accepted into the One Festival. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the One Festival is usually a live thing, and people do their theatrical one-woman or one-man shows or however you identify. Right. And this year, it's virtual. Ah. So yesterday was my shoot, and I shot my one-woman show yesterday at the Teatro Circulo on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. It was the first time I was on a stage performing in over a year. Wow. And, you know, as as I said my prayers the night before, I gave myself, you know, that pat on the back to say, hey... Thank you for, like, mustering up the courage, self. Thank you for finding the courage to come back after a year of not performing and come back doing a one-woman show that has been on my bucket list for close to 10 years now. So a lot happened yesterday. It was a special day. I had a support system there, Miss Yaya. I had Rose on the phone who is our uh, one of our guests for the 420 episode. Wow. And it was just because, you know, it's not... I didn't write a comedy. I wrote a dramedy. So it's autobiographical. I hope you guys will check it out. But it's something that turned into uh, true therapy. You know, I went into it saying, okay, I'm going to write a one-woman show and submit it to this festival that I've been a fan of for many years. It's 16 years running now. But then it turned into just me using this piece as therapy and for closure. And I, I, I just broke down yesterday after performing. Wow. I fell into my own lap. I curled up like a baby afterwards. And as the lights came down... Like, so did my soul. I I lost it. I never felt like that after performing. But then again, I've never done a one-woman show before. And I've never talked about this topic of pregnancy loss in such Mm. detail. And on a platform 
such as a stage before. So I'm sharing this with you. I know it's like serious and it's like, you know, why should we start the podcast with something so serious? But I come here to talk about what I, I want to talk about, what I think is relatable and what I'm proud of. And I just want to, if there's any message in all of this, it's like sometimes you really have to fucking swallow your fears and shit them out, you know, because I, I'm going to come clean a couple days ago. Cause I've been working on this for a couple weeks now. And a couple days ago, I said, I, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know. I don't wow. know. Should I throw in the towel now? Should I, you know, just tell people that I've, I've put on payment and, and who people I've booked to like, help me build this. Should I just tell them, stop what you're doing? We're canceling. Give me the keys to the studio, you know, but no, I swallowed my fears. I shat them out and I'm so proud. And I hope that you guys will, will see my work and it may not be that great. I don't know. It, but it's so special to me. And I want to share it with everybody. So check out the One Festival. And uh, here I am. Well, look, I mean, I think I think you breaking down and having that moment. I mean, I think it's it's like evidence of how like substantial the, the material is. Right. Because if it was if it was easy and you were like, yo, there's a piece of cake it probably wouldn't have. The, the the intended effect that you wanted to have on the on the audience, right? So maybe the fact that it's hard is is, is more meaningful to what you're doing, and um, it's proof that you're doing the right. That's this is the right show and the right material, right, for you to really show your chops. Thank you, Jamie. The other thing, which is still so weird to perform and not in front of an audience, it's like mm. you know the jokes. You you know, you set up a joke, you deliver it, and then it's complete silence. Complete silence! Yeah. That mm. you have to have the, the, the strength, the confidence, and the skin to say, okay, there's no one laughing at your joke right now, but if there was, they would all be laughing at your joke right now. So move on to the next part of the show. Wow. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, when if there's, like, one joke... You know, we could do a sketch and it gets laughs throughout, but we're like, after the sketch, we're thinking about the two times that the, you know, no, nobody laughed at a specific yes. joke. And we're like, why didn't they laugh at that one joke that I thought was going to kill? And that's what you're harping on. So if you're get, if you're, you know, that feeling of like getting no, you know, reciprocation no from anyone, right. no gauge um, is, is tough, but... You and the other end of the spectrum, you know your timing. You know where the comic timing is, of you know you know where you want to hit those marks, and you gotta trust that it's that it's funny. You know, I I Amazing. hope you gotta trust. I hope, but anyway, if it's funny to you, if it's funny to you, it's pr it's probably gonna be funny to the it audience. It was so liberating. Afterwards, I felt like you know how we feel after a Room Twenty Eight show. There's that, but then there was also that layer of like. This is so unique. I've never, these words have never come out of my mouth in the form of entertainment. These words have only come out of my mouth in the form of, you know, just talking about my life experience and maybe looking for support or empathy. And here I am looking for laughter that it's like so, it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But I, I say that to say it's kind of what we use this podcast for. 
Like, we're here moving Latinos forward. Yes, we're making you laugh, or we're, we're really trying to, at least, you know, but, like, we're using it as a platform to equip others with information. And that's exactly what my goal was with this show, to not only give myself closure and, like, use it for personal reasons of, you know, therapy, but to also communicate some messages through comedy that aren't really spoken about, you know, like postpartum depression and pregnancy loss and genetic abnormalities in pregnancy. So I'll leave it at that. Check it out, theonefestival.com. I can't wait to see it. I don't even know what to expect myself because you guys know as performers, we have one POV, but... The yeah. audience, the cameraman. Well, look, I'm, I mean, we've, we've done some interviews recently with, uh, you know, women women in comedy doing these one, women shows and just taking taking it into their own hands and saying, look, we're, you know, I'm, we, not, we might not be doing live shows anymore, but I'm going to do I'm going to do my own one woman show and air it and have an audience online and get my work out there. And you're you're a part of this now kind of yeah. fraternity of women yeah, doing yeah. this. So it's great to see uh, these women in comedy, you know, just doing it, you know, and doing their thing and and not waiting for anybody to fucking, you know, give them permission to fucking go out and do their thing. Mm. Yeah, yo. Well, that's my life. And now I'm on to the next. I'm uh, working on old school sketch show with the People's Improv Theater. You know, that's a sketch show from writing to shooting everything in one week. So... It's nice to kind of be swinging back into things, if you will. I feel like life is reopening. Some doors are opening. And uh, I just want to leave you guys with that positivity. You know, Did, that did I see you doing something at the pit again? Yeah, I'm doing the old school sketch show this week. That's what I'm talking about. That's beautiful. And that, that show will be on Saturday. So it's a show that we put together in seven days. Wow. Rachel, you do your, you're doing your fucking thing. I love that shit. I'm trying over here, people. There's a lot going on. And these opportunities keep me balanced and sane. And it's kind of insane, the hours, you know, that I keep here and like the sleep or lack thereof. But it's all about your balance. And my balance or the way I find it is to keep myself busy and productive and look out for my peers and just grow and help others grow. That's all it is. 2021 moving forward. While you have two kids, man. Oh yeah, them. Well, after this show, after this episode, you gotta rest your voice for at least a little bit, for at least a couple hours. Yes, I I actually want to go on a talking diet. Like I know that's hard to believe, you guys, as my friends who know me well. But like, that's gonna be hard. I just want to. Thanks, Frank. I I just want to cut out talking for like maybe the next twelve hours. Can I do it? Do you think I could do it? Oh man, I maybe we should do like a, we should do like a telethon. The Rachel not talking telethon, 24-hour telethon. <laughs> We're raising money here to see if she can shut the fuck up for the next 18 hours. If you think she can, tell her, give us a call. You get a free tote bag in the next hour. What's up with you guys? What are you up to? Well, you know, uh, Vaccine Watch 2021, I finally, I got my first one, finally. Yeah! Proud of you, I brother. Was yes. say, you look different. You look different. I feel like we've been doing the weekly updates. So I got my first, my first needle. Uh, Tell us. And uh, no, I mean it was actually like you know it, it worked out well. It was it was we had a time, and then they called us and say they we did it in the armory uptown, All which right, is a huge armory. Yeah, one full wash. 
like a whole track and field Beautiful. thing in it. And it's huge. And we've done a show, a Room 28 show there. Right. Um, and it was a lot, you know, it was, it's big, but they actually had spots open. They were like, nobody's here. So you could come like two hours earlier than your appointment. So we, we, zo- we zipped up there and uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty easy. Did, did, it, did it hurt the day after? How, how you feel the day after? Tell it us hurt everything. that night. Well, yeah. first I was, first I was like, I don't, I didn't even feel the, the shot. So I was like, did this guy actually do <laughs> wow. put something in me? Oh my like, I was, God. I, I was like, I didn't even feel anything. Like, uh, you know, and so the guy was just like, you know, um, you, and then also after it happened, he was like, okay, you didn't even bleed. That's great. <gasps> so I was like, wait, but then I started getting paranoid. I'm like, my arm feels great. And I don't, I, I, I feel like this dude didn't do it. His did job you well, get a right? placebo? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah no well okay well fast forward that's fast forward like four and five hours later and then my arm started hurting a lot so Mm. and so um um me and fatima both did at the same time so both we were we both went to sleep with our arms both hurting at the same so it's like if we if we moved a little bit to the left or right one of us is like ah ah, my arm ouch watch where you're you know watch where you're resting your head i have a question um Um, yeah uh, these days it's not age sex loke it's a pfizer moderna or j and j Oh yeah, I'm 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 part of the Pfizer. Ooh, that's the best. Ooh, that's the best Pfizer. one, supposedly, right? That's the best. The Pfizer. Me too. I'm down no. with the PFI. Right. Yeah. PFI all day. You know, <laughs> I, I I want the you know, even though I gotta wait for another, you know, the second shot, but I'm still. I, I'd rather get like two to make sure, like you know, the first one was done right. right. Make sure the second one is better, you know. Yeah, I like that. Like yeah. Johnson and Johnson, I just feel like that one shot. I feel like it's too cocky. It's like yeah, the Johnson and Johnson people are like, nah, I did it last week and I'm good, you know. Like I, I feel like you're too cocky, guys. Mm. You know, ease mm. up. You know, the Pfizer one I think was like the first one, the original, the OG vaccine. Yeah. So um, I'm comfortable with that one, and I don't know. I mean, I think everybody looks online to see like people's stories. And I, I, most people's stories are, um, or like stories where they had issues with the shot have been have been mostly with Moderna. So oh, yeah, I like I, or or and and most like symptoms that people are like, oh man, that shit really hit me hard. Have been with Johnson and Johnson. Mm. So um, so I'm I'm good. I like the Pfizer one. I'm good. I'm I, I like being in the Pfizer crew. But there there are crews, you know. People, people are are in their own uh, vaccine clicks right now. So vaccine you know, clicks. I'm glad me and Rachel are, are on the same team, or else there would have been a slightly a little bit of vaccine. <laughs> do you think that it was well? Do you along those lines? Do you think it was OD for me to get the Pfizer tattoo that I got the other day on my waist? <laughs> no, I thought it was great, but I just felt like you should have told the tattooist how to spell Pfizer correctly oh. because he forgot the P. He just did the F I Z E R. Well, that's what happens when you go and- to the hood, Jamie. Well, that's what happens when you go to the Heights to get a tattoo. You know? And you fall asleep, yeah. and that's you know it's what From you need. So now you gotta go back. All you gotta do, all you gotta do is go back and add the P. So it should be oh, fine. Yeah, shit. I'm gonna ask him. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you just do that P on me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, not what I so meant. You- Put that thing away. What are you doing, yo? <laughs> <laughs> yo, we're not talking golden showers. All right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I survived it. So I've survived it. So that's why all right. So you that. just you, you need one more, and Ray and Rachel, you need one more, right? April twenty second. We're counting okay. down the days. 
10 days. May 1st, That's baby. Good, good. May 1st for me. You guys right? are going to graduate. I'm so happy for you guys. That's beautiful. Thank you, Frank. That's you don't mean it any of It does feel like a graduation. <laughs> It feels like it feels like a graduation into like you know social social life. Right, right. That's what I feel. I like the way people put it up on social media, the cards, and they take a picture of it. It's so it's so beautiful. I didn't, I didn't, because I told my boss I got it another. I told my boss I got it on a on a on a on a weekday. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I cannot go to a meeting and shit. Yo. So. He thinks I got it on a weekday and I got it on Saturday. So I'd rather not put post anything. <laughs> Maybe the second shot. Maybe the second shot. If you guys okay, those like avid listeners that have been with us since the beginning know that there are so many of these Jamie work excuse stories throughout yeah. our seasons. <laughs> You're addicted to like making excuses at work. And I was afraid he was gonna ask for proof. I was afraid he was gonna be like, oh, let me see, uh, let me see your card that you got. Vaccine card, or let me see your sticker, and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to call a friend up and be like, yo, you don't have any pictures of uh, your vaccine sticker, do you? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is hilarious. He was probably like, Jamie, your arm's working pretty well for getting the vaccine yesterday. I thought you'd, you know, be a little sore, but I saw you playing handball at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, nah. Uh, I, I need to take the rest of the afternoon off. But um, <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast. No, no. I don't even know if he knows I have a podcast. Oh, well, good. Keep that yeah, in your yeah, pocket. Yeah. You may need it for an excuse one day. Hey, I'm starting I up know, a podcast, I so I can't. Let, let's not put let's not put this snippet audio snippet out. Just, <laughs> just in case he goes by my Instagram and is like, oh, Jamie, is this true? <laughs> um, Frank, I know. So we know you didn't do any any vaccine related activities. Any any anything that you were up to this week that's interesting? Nah, bro. This week I went to a rooftop party, bro. Oh, okay. Nice rooftop party. Um, my homeboy Joseph, you guys know him, Joseph Fontanez. Uh, yes, he's, my... he's come to every single one of our shows. Yes, you know him. He invited me to to his crib, man. He lives right next to Bronx Native. You know, oh. right there in the Bronx, and uh, that part in the Bronx, and what uh, is that, Mott Haven? Or is yeah. that what it's called? Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, first time I've seen him in a year. You know, uh, you know everything that's happened, and um, <clears throat> uh. he had a we had he had like a nice rooftop uh, event, man, and it was beautiful overlooking the FDR. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That uh, the heart radio sign is like right there. Is like beautiful, and it's just. It was amazing, man. You know, anytime, uh, you know, you guys know, I always tell you about my rooftop and how I love overlooking, you know, the metropolitan area uh, from up there. And whenever you have a rooftop party, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful view to look at New York from up there, man. I always recommend and that to people. Everybody looks like everybody looks like mice from. Yeah, there. man. And, it, it, and actually, mo actually, some of them are actual mice. I was just like going to say that. Yeah. And the mice look like what? <laughs> ants? I don't know. Because they're there, too. <laughs> hey, uh, the rat no, the rats the rats look like mice from that from that. Uh, from okay. that oh, so the rats look like okay. mice and the mice look like roaches. Is that what it <laughs> yeah, is? Exactly. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Nah man, but New York New York is beautiful, man. I mean rooftop parties, like I mean I'm sure you guys have been to a few. It's it's nice. I, I, I just love being up in the roof. I from as as I was a kid, I've always been in rooftops. I love being in rooftops. Yo, can I get an invite to these parties? Joseph Fontanez, what's good, yo? Let me. Yo, get he's always he's, he's always showing you guys love. Um, always. Shout out, shout out to Dave, his homeboy, man. You know he's a, a great uh, DP who I met like 25 years ago. He uh, he did one of Big Pun's videos. He did House of Pain's video. You know these are guys that I look up to, and um, you know Joe always put me on to people like that, and 
Joe is a very creative guy too. Um, he's into everything. He reminds me of you, Jamie, a lot. He's very creative. He's a foodie also. Um, Boricua, you know, from the Bronx. He's from the South Bronx, by the way, guys. Uh, oh yeah, hi. yeah, yeah. Um, and he's very creative, man. He's a smart dude, and um, he knows some very interesting people. Shout out to Julio, also his homeboy. So we had a good time up there, man. It was it was uh, it was a good time. New York is getting back on its feet. People are like going out. People are feeling comfortable, and I feel that. So slowly but surely. Yeah, man, loving it, loving it, guys. We're getting back, baby. I'm so excited. Yeah, seriously, the weather is starting to warm up slowly. You know, we're getting a lot of that April shower stuff here in New York City. But there is a horizon, and that horizon looks litty. Don't be lit, y'all. Well, that's exciting. I hope that the bochiche bites are lit today. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochiche bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochiche bites. What's up? What's up, guys? Jamie, what's going on, brother? How's it going, man? How's everything? Jamie's here. Welcome to another edition of Bochinche Bites, where I dish yes. out the Bochinche of the week. Ooh, yes. Um, the first Bochinche, I think Frank is going to be interested in this. Um, Elon Musk, uh, billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk, mm-hmm. um, his uh, his business partner claims that um, their brain their brain implant startup could actually one day build a real life Jurassic Park. Oh shit! What? He said 15 years of, uh, so this guy, Max Hodak, this is the business partner of Elon Musk. 15 Max Hod- Hodak? Hodak, like ho. Ho, like ho, okay. Like Hodak yellow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a Hodak moment. You know what ah, I mean? Ah, yes, good at it. So 15 years of, bre- he says 15 years of breeding and engineering could bring super exotic, a, nov- a super exotic novel species on the level of, Dinosaurs, like a Jurassic wow. Park, and so it could be a real life Jurassic Holy Park. Imagine, shit. would you guys, would you guys go to a real life Jurassic Park? Even having, even after having seen the movies, where obviously <laughs> a real life Jurassic Park didn't work out for humans in the movies, um, I actually think it would be the opposite. I, I think it would be like, like a lot more boring than you would think. I think it would be more like a real zoo. You know, you go to the real zoo, you like, you want to see like the lions and the tigers. <laughs> And they're all, those animals are always sleeping in the fucking cave. You're like, yo, it's going to be the same in, 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 in Jurassic Park. It's going to be like, yo, where's the Tyrannosaurus Rex, yo? He's always taking a nap every time I come by here. Oh, man. Or like the Triceratops is in the cave taking a nap. Nah. You know, they should call it the, the, the Triceranaps. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But what do you think, Rachel? Would you would, would that be a family outing for you? Like I mean, a, a Jurassic, real life Jurassic Park? If it were like an e-zoo type thing, if they were like EDM dinosaurs that were like cool and nice, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, wearing neon glow sticks and like tripping oh on acid. But no, if, I, I mean it depends if how Elon Musk is gonna like make them. Can he make them like nice and like empowering dinosaurs? Like no. you know, with these brains. Or like just not mean ones that'll like kill you and stick you in amber so that you die <laughs> and like stay preserved dead for the rest of the like, universe. You know what I'm saying? It depends. What about you, Frank? 
Nah, man, I ain't, I ain't playing with. I, I ain't playing with nothing that. I, that, that nah, 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 man. That's too crazy for me, man. I, I can't do that. The movies, nope. they, they always end up in, in like in a bad predicament. I don't trust it. Right. I just, yo, I just think there should be a diversity with dinosaurs. You know, I don't want to see just like a bunch of white looking dinosaurs in the in the Jurassic Park. You know what I'm yes. saying? We got to have some diversity, different colors. You know, different species of dinosaur. Um, you know, um, but other than that, look, I mean, I don't know how they're going to make them. I don't know. Maybe they can make them, you know, look, they make impossible burgers. Right. And you think that's real meat. They, so oh. they could, if they can make a burger that tastes like it's real meat, um, maybe they can make a, a non bloodthirsty dinosaur. <laughs> wow. Now that's fun. I like that, Jamie. <laughs> I would like to ride. If you could ride a pterodactyl, that would be oh, cool. Oh, yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Ride a pterodactyl. You know, you got to put a muzzle. Put a muzzle in the face. Of, you know, <laughs> I don't want him to. I don't want to get bit or anything. But um, I'll do that. Or like I might, slide I might down the neck of a brontosaurus, like wow, in the Flintstones. Rachel. I would do that. Like if they would let like you just slide down their neck. Yeah. I would, that looks like fun. Oh, shit. Wow. I'd love to go neck sliding on a dinosaur. Yeah. Rachel just always wanted to get with Fred Flintstone. That's, that's what's going <laughs> on. No, she always, actually, she always you, had a little crush on Fred. You would be surprised. I was more of a Barney girl, okay? Uh, ah. Barney was the comedian. He was always <laughs> laughing. <laughs> he was always yo, laughing with Fred. Wilma look good, yo. Woman look Frank behave. Oh, you like redheads? Yeah, yeah. Woman, woman yeah, look I good. think I think people were either a Wilma or a Betty because I, it's kind of like Betty and Veronica in Archie comics. Mm-hmm. It's like who did you prefer? I actually preferred Betty. I thought Betty was brunette. cute. Yeah, Betty yeah. was cute. Yeah, brunette, and then she just always looked like she was, um, you know, like that Barney was, you know, out of his league a little. And she yeah. was always like, you know, the high pitched talker. Didn't she talk like this? Like, wasn't she the higher pitched one? Yeah, and Wilma, Wilma was the, the Newport smoker. Wilma was the, you know, she had <laughs> Yeah, Wilma was pissed off. Wilma would be like, yo, what's up with these bills, Fred? Wilma used to... Like, why are you going, bowl- you going bowling again tonight, Fred? And, you know, she would be like, don't, wouldn't fuck, you couldn't fuck with Wilma. Betty was just like, oh, Barney's just out again late at, late. He's another late work night. And it's just like, nah, oh, Betty, shit. come on, man. Yeah, Wilma was always don't be, uh, na- don't be naive. Wilma was always home sniffing that bedrock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, always stressed uh, out, home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, where you know, Fred, you know, why don't you ever, you know, have a boner for me? Oh man, oh, um, man, problems, problems, problems. Um, okay, okay, so interesting, interesting. What the future might hold. Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing the future might hold, uh, uh, a new reality show. Um, it, it, it's based on the movie Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Oh, oh, okay. So HBO Max has announced The Real Magic Mike. It's a competition series um, that will transform a, grou- a group of um, regular guys, regular dudes, and they're going to turn them into real life Magic Mikes. Like what? Like- and I'm already thinking... Magic, you you saw the? Have you seen the movie Magic Mike? Yes. Frank? No, I haven't. It's about male strippers. Oh Very shit. in shape, very in shape, and and uh, male strippers um, with very intense choreographed uh, stripping moves. Mm. Um, it starred Channing Tatum, and um, so this show is is uh, a competition series. They're gonna turn. They're gonna try to turn regular men 
into the guys from that movie, you know? Oh, shit. So I like that. I, wanna, I think I'm thinking of joining. I'm thinking of joining. Jamie, I, I Jamie, can't watch now. Really? Now I just, there it goes, can't. But wow, Jamie. I might need some honeymoon, honeymoon skills, extra honeymoon skills, oh, right? Shit. You know, imagine I, I join the show, um, you know, I, all of a sudden I come out of the show with a six pack and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a spray on tan and like, you know, a bunch of like really hardcore stripping moves that I can pull out. Oh, I oh maybe you could do like a special magic Jamie performance at your wedding on the dance floor. <laughs> I was thinking about That's that exactly shit. what I was thinking. <laughs> it, might get a little un- it might get a little uncomfortable for some of the older uh, family members of mine, but... Because I, I would take it all the way. I, I'm not gonna hold back. I'll have a, I'll, I, you know, I'll have a, a, you know, one of those suits that you can just kind of rip off. <laughs> a rip off tuxedo. No. <laughs> those videos are always the best. Like those videos of like the surprise dance or something, the surprise performance yeah, in exactly. the middle yeah, James, of the yeah, Jamie, my favorite thing about you that you ever did was that dance off you did at Gil's wedding, bro. That was classic, bro. That was intense. That was a taste of things to come. That, 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 that's the potential. That's the potential that I have. Oh my lord! Wow. You know, now just a picture of that dance off, but me Holy shirtless, shit. right? And then that's was good. That's how I was gonna turn. That's how I might, you know, if I get in, I'm gonna try to get into the show. Frank, if you want to sign up with me. You know, you actually have the look of a potential magic micer, right? Thank you, know? you man. Magic Frank. Magic wow. Frank. Has that, a ring that, that, to has, it. Has a ring to it. Oh man, Rachel, you've never dated like a a, a male stripper before. Have, have you? Um, uh, maybe one that thought he was, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, never, never ever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know there's those they're out there, ladies. Okay, feel me on this real quick, ladies. You know that there has to have been one time in your life that you've been with homeboy or homegirl or whomever, and you catch them staring in the mirror while y'all getting it on. Mm. You know, that ever happened to uh, you? Yeah. Where it's like they give yeah, themselves yeah, 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 that yeah. I'm a stripper look right now. Like, look at me. You know, or look at me hitting it from the back. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Y- you're not Magic Mike. Why are you? Why do you <laughs> give yourself that look in the mirror? That's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I That's why men, a lot of men like, you know, always imagine that they'd have like a really well done sex tape, you know, because yeah. <laughs> it, it's not even about that. They get aroused watching it. They want to see how they look. It's more of an ego thing. Oh. They want to see how they how they look, you know, and so um I think that might be why people, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, put cameras in teddy bears secretly and stuff. Wow. So you we've know? all got a little magic mic or magic mica in us. Yeah. Mica? Yeah. I don't know. That's where Is the that magic happens, name? y'all. <laughs> um, and the last bite, speaking of wedding, um, there was a story. Shaquille O'Neal, he was out shopping and he saw a man buying an engagement yeah. ring. And he just bought it for him. What? And I'm like, where was Shaq when I was buying <laughs> Wow. I could have used Shaquille O'Neal, you know, at the jewelers that day. <laughs> like, you know, when I was uh, trying to get the right price quote. Oh, and uh, if Shaq, if ja- Shaq would have just, you know, uh, walked up next to me and like, yo, yo, what's up? Yo, yo, I, yo, I got, yo, I got yo. this. I got you. I got you. Yo, this reminds me of uh, when, when Kobe needed some money for something. <laughs> You know, I hook you up, uh, young blood. Um, but um, I, you know, I, look I, now. You know, look, I, it's too late for the engagement ring. But I'm gonna be looking for Shaq in for other 
uh, future payments that I need to make for the wedding. So, you know, maybe I should get a wedding venue near where, nearby where Shaq works. You know what I mean? <laughs> so maybe he'll just pop up near the wedding venue and he'll see me like, hey, oh, hey, Shaquille O'Neal, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm a big fan. I just happen to be, you know, uh, trying to get this wedding venue for my wedding um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not cheap. <laughs> I mean, um, I could definitely use a, use a hand and, uh, paying for it. Um, if you, if you want to be generous, you know, but, um, uh, you know, I got even you, just the DJ. I got you, man. For Latinos yeah. out loud. I got you, man. Shaq, if you just want to pay it for, for my DJ, uh, it, you know, it's cool. <laughs> I might you just know? go find out where he be at and be like, yo, Shaq, if you could just, Help me get this surgery real quick. I'm trying to fly out to DR and uh, get this, <laughs> this baby belly from not hanging down so much. So you help oh, me. Oh, you're trying to... You're not even getting into wedding stuff. You're just completely going in like, yo, cosmetic surgery. Yo, Shaq, <laughs> okay, no, hook me okay, up, no. please. Apparently from this article, it says that this is something he does every day, that he went furniture shopping with his mom the right. other day and bought somebody furniture. Damn. He is he is known to be generous with his money, which is great, you know, because sometimes you hear about um, you hear about celebrities doing the opposite, like just, you know, kind of being dicks. Yeah. So uh, Shaq looks like he's... Uh, He's actually a good guy. That's nice, um, man. That's that's nice of him. But yo, forget GoFundMe's from now on. I'm just going to fucking DM Shaq and be like, yo, can you can you help me with these right. these these payments that I need to, to be made? My friend, you know? could you go and fund me, please? Like, how about that? Could we work together? Go Shaq me. Oh. Can I go Shaq me? <laughs> yes. There it is. There it is. And those are the bites. Yay! Yeah. All right. Well, if the bites are done, I guess that means it's time for Frank Spiracy News. From La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. What? Hi, Frank. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Good, Frank. How are you? I'm swell. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> what is the cons- what is the Frank Spiracy of the of the week? Of the week. Can't wait. Okay. Can't wait. R- Okay, I, I, this one, this one is like really in depth. I, I kind of, I hope everybody gets it. I kind of worked on it a lot. Um, Rachel like touched on something last week in terms of like, you know, revival, resurgence, so on and so forth. Remember what you spoke about last week? Of course, yeah. Right. The resurrection. So, um, the, the yeah. Rejuvenation, rejuvenation, vaginal rejuvenation. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Isn't that yes. a? Is, isn't that a process that women can get done? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is something that we can get done if you choose to. They don't have the male, ver- the male version of that. Sorry, I'm getting into all this um, <laughs> <laughs> private part rejuvenation talk. That's another, that's a, that's a LOL after dark. My bad. And that's Frank, a real continue. thing. That's like a real thing. It's like a treatment. But anyway, go ahead. Wow. But guys, I'm going to talk about, I mean, this is like, this has never happened before. I'm going to talk about a game. This is like the most mysterious game that's ever been uh, played on the internet. And the name of the game is called Cicada 3301. The most elaborate, mysterious puzzle of our internet age. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yes. This game um, is like really, really in-depth. You have to be one of the most uh, intelligent people of the world to kind of get this puzzle and i know rachel that you love games uh, i do I, I know you do i know you do um 
to to you know to to break this to, this this news down to you guys it was like it took it took me a lot of work and i don't know if i can maybe do it maybe this is a two-parter but i'm gonna do the best that i could okay break it down break it down frank okay here go i go ahead frank go for all it all right this puzzle was created by someone who's anonymous no one knows who this game was created by the government has said that they never created this game okay it's a puzzle and there's a lot of different things that um that go into it they say that whoever uh um could figure out this game has to be a very has to have a very inquisitive mind and they have to be very technically capable individual mm. yeah let me tell you guys real quick some of some just some of the things that you have to have you have to be good with uh, codes you have to be good with wordplay references you have to be really quick uh with it smart you have to be good with scavenger hunt. Um, you have to be the good hell? with art, literature, poetry, steno stenography. You have to be good with esoteric knowledge, Mayan numerals, Egyptian numerology, history, music, <laughs> crypto knowledge. You have to be good with Zen, Buddhism, and cryptography. Damn. Okay, is this a game or is it like a job that I have to have? Yes. That I have to have fucking uh, qualifications for. Guys, yeah. there's people Mad out there. qualifications. Guys, yeah. let me let me break this down. This game came out in 2012, okay? Where it came out on Reddit and 4chain, okay? On uh, some of their blogs um, with this. And people were just, like, amazed. Like, who was the person? Or people didn't know if it was the government that was kind of fishing out there to see who were some of the smartest people out there that could figure out this puzzle, okay? Um, and it was like a telegram. Um, I could read it to you guys real quick. The telegram was, and it said, hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have to devise a test. This is a message hidden in this image. Find it and it will lead you onto the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting a few of you that will make it all the way through. We only want the best, not followers. Good luck. 3301. Hey, yes. So when this message came out, it also came out with an image of something called, like I said earlier, a cicada. A cicada is an insect, guys. Yeah. And this insect C is very, cicada. very cicada. You got it. And this insect is very unusual than any other insect because when it's the mother lays the egg, the insect is almost like like a almost like a like a worm and it goes all the way into the earth and it stays there for either 13 years and or 17 years until it comes back out and it's almost like a moth and it almost sheds its skin and it becomes a cicada. Oh, About to call an exterminator with this description. Yes, Jamie. And it becomes a cicada. And what's so special about this insect that, that it only comes out it comes out after either 13 years or 17 years. And those years are prime numbers. Any other insect comes out on even years. What? Yes. So wait, you got to find this bug in the image or something? Yeah, well, guys, on? I'm going to tell you something so special. Is it like the Where's Waldo? Of, is it like Where's Waldo? Where's Sakata? Right, I'm going to tell you what's so special. <laughs> this year is coming out in 2021. <laughs> they're coming out in the north and they're coming out in a lot of places. And these, these insects are like only come out either in 13 years or 17 years, guys. Mm. Yes. I wonder if John... What's it called again? Cicada. Oh, I know. I, I, I already know, Rachel. Please <laughs> say the joke. I already know where you're going with this. 
I'm just wondering if John Sakata plays it. That's all. Oh man. I was I was I was going for the same joke. I was gonna be like, oh, cause John Sakata only comes out every once every 17 years <laughs> with a new song. <laughs> so we both had a John Sakata joke. I'm ready to go. But guys, this thing Where is. Where is John Sakata? Where is he? I don't know. You gotta wait another 15 years. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not about John Sakata. It's about cicadas. Cicada. <laughs> cicada. Guys, this is this is this cicada thing is. You guys think it's a joke, but it's not. Are the military is involved in this. The NSA is involved in this. The FBI, DARPA, the, the Department of Defense. This has to do with, like, you know, hackers and what have you to really know how to do this stuff. Like, not anybody knows how to do this, guys. Okay? Ay, ay, ay. Okay? And what the, what, the, what the government is really afraid of is that these guys that know how to figure this out, they can go out to big companies like Google, Amazon, and work for them and really, like, do some fucking crazy stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Or even as Amazon. So the government's always looking out for these guys. There's even like a uh, like a um, like a like a conference, like a cosplay thing for these guys that goes on every year. I think it goes on in in uh, in um, there's, it's called Def.Con. and all these hackers meet here, and it's like a spy versus spy. The government is looking at these guys, and they're looking out for the government. So there's there's a lot of like you know. You know, back and forth going on. You know what I'm saying? Wait, but so, I thought you said this was a game. Is this a game you can play? It's a it's a game, Jamie. But th nobody knows who this who is really putting out this game, and it's a very hard game to figure. So the hackers don't know whether it's the government doing it, putting it out there to see who are the people that could figure this out. Okay, these people could. Be, they're saying that even the people that have figured out this game, they haven't been heard of ever again. The people that have figured it out. So. Hackers don't know who it is that's putting out this game. As a matter of fact, I didn't tell you guys, but this game spans almost 15 years. There's a scavenger hunt also attached to it. I mean, there's a lot, so much to this game that's that I fun. recommend. Yes, and it spans over many, many countries. And for you to do something like this, you have to have a huge know-how, a lot of money behind it. So even hackers are like, they don't know what's going on. And what's really taking hackers to it is that it's really hard to figure out. They know it's very intense. And hackers all over the world, they're getting together to figure out some of these problems that this game is attached to. I mean, it's 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 become like a there's a co-following. It came out in 2012. Yes, 2012. And then right now, 2021, a movie just came out. All right. It's been 10 years. And there's like a huge co-following behind it. And it's just created a whole different way of people thinking about what you can do through the internet because it has to do with encryption and it has to do with, you know, technology and it has to do with, you know, politics and it has to do with a lot of deep, deep things, man. This game is like change has changed the world, basically, you know, and it also talks about gaming and how the, the government could see when you're good at something. If you think all these gaming uh, games and all this stuff, you think all the stuff that you're playing, they don't know what you, your aptitude and what you can do and what you can't do. With these games right now, they're going to get really, really to the point that they can really tell. Uh, you don't even know, need to go to school. They're going to be able to tell by the, by the gaming uh, um, uh, 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 OS how good you are in certain things already. And you can get picked for certain jobs already. Wow, this, is, this, this sounds like it does have layers. You said this might be a two-parter. Like, there's a bunch of... Th this seems there's a, there's a lot to this that you would keep peeling away the layers and there's a lot more to yeah, it. Yeah, man, it gets very deep, man. Like, right now, the we gaming world... We should get world, the game. 
We yeah, should bring man, the it, game to our listeners and give them the challenge. Yeah, this well, shit, thanks, I Frank. Think it, it's not a game, guys. It's not a game, but it's not a game, Rachel. It's not a game. Uh, whatever you're Didn't calling it. Did you get the point it. of the story? Whatever you're calling it. It's a game, but it's really not a game. Okay, I, I'm getting lost here. All right, I'm, you're just <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Let's just like bring the example of it to the listeners. Let's see if somebody could figure out some of these challenges. I'm down. I'm into that like Mensa shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wish I could be down with Mensa. I'm not that smart. But anyway, guys, um, like I said, maybe there's another two parter. You know, we put it down together and we figure out some of these uh, some of these questions and some. Maybe next game night, next Ooh, game night, we can yeah. try to get the Ooh, rules. Maybe yes. we get an instruction, an instruction booklet, and we find out how to play this game yeah, the right yeah. way. And that sounds good, guys. I would love guys. that. But any guys, and with, with John Sakata playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> what was his music? Was it "We're Never Gonna See Run"? No, that was not him. What just was another, day. Just, just another, another day. Just another day. Down June. <laughs> And then he had a song called Angel. That was like a ballad. Angel? Uh, okay. I'm sure Frank serenaded some girls with Jessica. I was Sakata's thinking Angel. about that, Jamie. Yeah, was the man. <laughs> Yo, that song was the sa- That was like the serenading. That ballad still holds up, too. Well, that was amazing. Thanks, Guys, Frank. thank you so much. That's going to be the fake news for this week. Thank you so much. Eww. Thank you, Frank. And I think it's about that time. Off of some Keloke. Who wants to go first? I'll throw an imaginary coin in the air. It's in the air and it landed. Jamie, call it. Uh, heads. You got it. Wow. Ooh, yeah. All right. So then you I go. never win anything. Oh. <laughs> um, we're going to start out with Yero. Much love to our peeps at Yero.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Right. Yeah. April 13th is National Boring Boring quit. Okay, I gotta pronounce this. Borinquenears. Borinquenears. Oh, that sounds good. That like sounds the, like great. musketeers. Borinquenears. So April thirteenth is National Borinquenears Day, uh, where we honor the sixty fifth regiment, a group of brave Boricua veterans that made up the last segregated unit of the U.S. Army. Ooh, this is history that I don't even know, and now I'm curious. I want to check it out. And so visit yellow.com to learn the backstory of the Borinquenears. Right. Now I can. I'll never mispronounce it again. All right. Um, anyways, <laughs> Rich, Rachel wasn't convinced I pronounced it well that last time. But, it was all right. Um, it was good. As a Boricua, right. yeah, yourself, yeah. I mean, if that's the uh, yeah. best you could do, then, you know, you que bonita pass. bandera. Okay. I blame, uh, okay. I blame the microphone. <laughs> um, um, so, and also um, follow me on my um, socials, uh, J Ferns, Instagram, J underscore Ferns, Twitter. And that's all for me. Right. Yay. Franklin. Um, I want to give a big uh, uh, rest in peace to um, uh, Jack Beneno. Yes. I know you guys Jack. Be- wow. Yes. Yeah. Jack dude. Beneno is like the Dominican mil mascara, so to speak, and he passed away the other day. They call they they call him El Campeón de la Bolita del Mundo, and he uh, passed away, and it was a huge loss for and the. He, uh, he was he was known for that epic fight he had with uh, Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Yeah, Jimmy. That's yeah. right. That's, yes, 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 yes. So, um, yeah, he was doing he was crossover. He was doing crossover. Yeah, stuff man, back huge. Then. 
Um, but the the great thing, like I always say, is that his life was caught on 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 the big screen by Manny Perez in a movie called Veneno. So I recommend people that maybe want to see it and see who this guy was. Um, there's a movie a movie uh, called Veneno about his life, and uh, uh, that's what I always. Right, we talk- went to the premiere. Yes, you remember? Yes. Yeah. And I'm glad that Manny caught this guy's life while he was still alive. This is what I always talk about. I, I you know I hope our like heroes. Uh, while they're still alive, people still catch what they were all about. And so, you know, the next generation could always know who our heroes were and those stories are not lost, you know what I mean? And I'm so mm-hmm. happy that Manny caught that, you know what I mean? And that movie um, actually, like, um, like set up um, a potential sequel. Yes, you're you right. Know? Because yeah. there's a lot more of his life that they wanted to keep... Um, you know, showing on the on the screen, and so I think they were they had plans to do other movies, and they might still have plans for that. But it was really, uh, you know, I I uh, I really enjoyed the movie as well. So that was a it was a good yeah, it was very very well done. And um, the movie takes place in the '60s and the '70s, so the, the 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 costumes, everything was on point. You guys saw it, so it was it was a great film, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, one last thing, guys, I want to give a big shout out and a happy birthday to uh, our very own Jerry. It was his birthday yesterday. Right. So yep. happy birthday to Jerry. You know what I'm saying? One love to him. Um, Yo, we didn't even, yeah. You, you see, Frank's really good at remembering um, important dates. He's good. And, and, He's good. I'm um, not, admittedly. <laughs> yeah, me and Rachel would have been like, yo, we didn't even, we, you know who we forgot to be? Like? We forgot to wish Jerry a happy birthday. It's yeah, so man. hard to keep but, up. I'm sorry, friends. But happy birthday, I did, Jerry. I, we did give it, I did wish him happy birthday the day of. Word, it's not me like we too. forgot his birthday completely. Of course. But sometimes to shout out, you forget on the show. It's like, oh. So Frank is always on top of that. That's why we And love Jerry's him. an important part of this show. He's thank guest you, hosted Jay, so Rachel, many thank times. Thank you. Thank you. Frank, you're good. You're good, Frank. You're good. I always, You're really I, good at this. Hey, You're a good friend. You're a good I always, friend. I try to do the best I can, guys. But thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much. I well, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca, R A C H E L La Loca. I took a little break from Instagram. I don't know if you guys peeped it. Haven't really been that active in the last two weeks. Been focused on that one woman show. Check out the One Festival, theonefestival.com. Get your tickets. It is uh, next week, so uh, my one woman show will be showing three different times on three different days. Just check it out on theonefestival.com. Um, I also want to shout out Old School Sketch Show. That's this Saturday. So just go to the pit the people's improv theaters page and purchase your tickets the show is saturday night it's going to be so much fun there's a live portion of it too there's an improv thing at the end that we do and the last thing i want to shout out is our homegirl miss yaya is Mm. doing a free concert on her instagram page on tuesday april 20th at nine an acoustic tribute to salsa r&b 90s r&b so check it out on the dot miss yaya the dot miss yaya all right everybody this is latinos out loud episode 200,000 i don't know um but we love you we want to hear from you we did get some really interesting dms thank you to those who reached out to us for guest suggestions and just for kicking it with us we want to kick it with you all day so hit us up we are latinos out loud and on that note we are o u t 